Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. If you've considered doing some media outreach for your brand, but been daunted by not knowing how to get in touch with the right writers, I made something for you. It's my free how to get almost anyone's email address cheat sheet. You can download it at polinapr.com slash DIY slash email address, or find the link in the show notes here. It will help you find email addresses for anyone you want to contact while doing media outreach for your business, saving you time and energy, but using all my tricks for quickly finding the contact info for anyone on your list. Now on to the show. I wanted to talk about building a relationship with the media today. One of the biggest reasons to hire a PR firm when you're looking to get media coverage for your brand is because of the relationships that they have with media. Because when you're doing this every day, you're reaching out to media a lot. You have those relationships. Now with anyone like writers, um, you know, producers, editors, any of those kind of media gatekeepers, um, and they're going to be more receptive to paying attention to, replying, doing something for or with someone that they already know and like. I mean, they're just people, you know, if if I know somebody and I email them a question or a favor or an idea, they're more likely to reply than if I email somebody who's never heard of me before. So because I've done this before, you know, for a while, I can send a quick two-sentence email to some of my best contacts with like a quick mention of an idea for a story or a thought about something and, and ask if they think it sounds interesting or if it seems like it would be worth discussing and get a conversation going with them like that. And basically even like help them help come up with the right angle with me because I'll be like, you know, I have this cool thing I thought you might be interested in. Does it seem like something we could like create a story around? rather than drafting up a whole formal pitch and blindly sending it out and hoping they even choose to open it if they don't know who I am. So that's one of the reasons why people hire my agency or any agency, especially, you know, if there's a specific niche or kind of industry that they work with, because you know that they are in contact with those people all the time. But that being said, if you're going to do PR for your brand yourself, you also can create those relationships and sometimes even better in a way because you can be super personal on behalf of your brand. Not like personal, like you're going to be really casual with them and whatnot, but personal on behalf of your brand. Like you can talk about it in in a way that nobody else can, right? And you can be really targeted and specific in your relationship building because it's only on behalf of your own one brand, which is a little different than from how an agency represents obviously multiple brands and they're not personally theirs. So they're always kind of representing something on behalf of something else, right? Which is just different than being like, I made this thing. Here is the thing I created and I, you know, live and breathe this brand every day. There's something to be said for the passion and personalization of hearing from a brand owner themselves. So you can sometimes create a relationship that way, and that can be really great. So all that to say, if you're looking into connecting with media in order to pitch your brand for coverage in their outlet, you want to start building that relationship with them before you're going to reach out and ask them to do something for you. So you can have, you can, you can build up that same kind of relationship that someone like I, or someone, you know, a a PR person or agency would have, if you build up those relationships beforehand. 
Um, again, writers are people and all people are going to be more receptive to doing something if they're asked by a friend, right? And I'm not saying you're going to actually become friends with these people, like let's be realistic, but at least being as friendly as possible is a good start. At least having them know who you are and like have, you know, recognize your name when you, when you send an email, things like that. That's a good place to start. It is time consuming, which is one of the other reasons people hire an agency (laughs) like mine. Um, But it's so worth it. So if you have some time where you find this to be interesting, or you just realize that it's a worthwhile thing to do, then do it. And here are three-ish ways that you can get started doing this right away. The first thing um, is to follow them on social media and interact with them. It's so easy these days, you guys, because everybody's on social media, almost everybody. I mean, sometimes I come across a writer that I can't really find, but for the most part, like everybody's on social media. So find them and see where they're most active and interact in an authentic way. The most important thing is find them where they are most active. This is not necessarily where you are most active or where you most like to spend your time. Don't forget Twitter. I know a lot of us don't use Twitter or at least don't use Twitter anymore or whatever, but a lot of writers are on there. It's really big for writers still. So find where they are, check Twitter. Even if you're not normally spending time there, have an account and see if they're using it professionally at all too. You know, sometimes they'll maybe use Twitter professionally, but maybe they're using Instagram purely personally. They're like posting only pictures of their dog, you know, then Twitter might be better. (laughs) You know, even if you spend more time on, on Instagram, they might not be interacting in it that way. So it wouldn't be the most beneficial. Use your best judgment on if it makes sense. Like if they are posting pictures of their dog, but they're also like replying to comments and you can see there are other like PR people or like brands or like people who are not just like their mom commenting on it, then maybe you can still follow along and form a potentially really more personal relationship there. But for the most part, if they're not like using it at all, professionally posting about their articles or their work or like events they're going to, then that might not be the best account or the best platform to be using. And maybe there's another platform that's better, or maybe they use them all professionally. And in that case, you can see which one makes the most sense. But yeah, use, use your judgment. If they aren't using any of them professionally, then maybe this is just not one to use with them. But 99% of the time, you'll be able to find a social media account to follow along with. One thing that I sometimes do and recommend is to set a timer. If I need to be like, I need to remember to check in with certain people regularly, like a weekly timer or even a biweekly timer. I do that for some of the writers I want to remember to connect with who I know I might not normally see either because of like the algorithms. It doesn't seem like they're ever showing up in my feed or the platform they're on. Like if they're on Twitter and I don't normally go on there that much personally, so I'm not going to just be scrolling through for fun. I have to kind of be reminded to go in there and search for them and for the like which specific people I want to be keeping up with right then because personally I always have so many kind of in my pipeline, um, that I have to be conscious about following up with certain ones, um, and checking in on certain ones each like week or so. And keep in mind, don't just, don't just like their picture or their tweet or whatever comment too, because that's going to stand out a lot more than liking people don't even necessarily notice likes that much anymore, especially if they get a ton. Sometimes, you know, if they're followed by a lot of people that make it a lot of likes, they're hardly going to notice your name coming through. But if you comment, they're going to notice that. And just kind of be aware, keep track of like what kinds of things they're posting. If they're posting their articles, that's a really easy way to keep track of what they're writing about, the kind of things they're writing about, how they're thinking, and just 
remember what types of things they're posting about and if it may be relevant to you in your industry and maybe something you should bring up if you do once you get in touch with them, things like that. So that's a great and super easy place to start. The next one is to read their articles and comment and share. So similarly, you know, to social media, follow their work on the actual like websites or, you know, publication that they're, that they're writing for, or, you know, producing for, you might not think that they pay a lot of attention to the nice comments on the bottom of the pieces. Certain publications, there really aren't that many comments sometimes on each article. And so you really are going to stand out. And, you know, sometimes they do really pay attention to that stuff. It's just one more place where they can get used to seeing your face or your name and see that you support them and you actually care about the topics that they're writing about. And honestly, they might kind of see through it. Like they might know you're only doing it because you, you know, you want to pitch them, but who cares? You know, who cares if they see that, you know, email come through from you in a couple of weeks and they're like, oh, that's why she was commenting on my stuff. But like they're still going to appreciate the effort. They they really do. So it's still worth it. Just like keep in mind the reason they write is because they feel passionate about the topic or the industry um, and they think it's important for people to read about it. So always remember that and keep that in mind. And, you know, that's what they want. They want to hear that you're reading it. They want to hear that you like it. And, you know, they're doing it because they love it and they want other people to read about it and love it. So they are going to appreciate that you that you are and that you're sharing it and helping other people find out about it and see it and see, and see their work. So again, you might want to set an alarm or some kind of timer to make sure that you remember to check regularly, especially if, again, they're not publications that you normally would read, or, you know, just if you're following like four or five people at once, that's a lot of publications that you might not be checking in with as regularly as you could be or should be. Set an alarm, check and see what they've been up to. Sometimes, Writers will even have like their own personal newsletter email list where they're sharing like their writing, recent articles that have come out, things like that. Sign up for that too, especially like, um, well, I would say, I was going to say, especially freelance writers, they would have like a personal kind of newsletter. But then again, like even if it's like a writer for a major magazine, sometimes that, you know, the beauty writer at like a magazine puts out, they put out like a weekly news, you know, beauty focused newsletter. And that's going to be a little less personal. Like it might not be the actual writer who sees if you're signed up for that, but it can still be a good thing to be signed up for and at least see what's going out in that newsletter be able to reference it again, like once you do reach out. So either way, I would say sign up for those. It's just another way to become more a part of their community and, and, and be there and be aware of what they're doing. So do that, share that, um, sign up for that. And then again, go back to social media and share those posts when it makes sense and when it feels relevant and like real. So again, especially on Twitter, if it's if it makes sense for you, they they like to see their links shared. And this is one really very real way to get noticed because they're going to notice if you either retweet their tweet or share their link with a tag that, you know, check out this cool article I saw, you know, they're going to notice that. The third thing is to send them useful information, even when it's not self-serving. So maybe before you're pitching them your thing, you're actually sending them information that might be useful to them. So keep an eye on the type of things that they're writing about. And if you see them post about working on a certain story or needing a source, or if you get to a point where you're on their list and they reach out for potential articles, 
reply with something helpful, even if it's not going to help you personally, like an idea you have or a thing that answers their question, even if it has nothing to do with your brand or a pitch for yourself. And just to go back for a second to what I just said, a great way to get on their list is to send a bit of an introduction, soft pitch email where it's not really pitching your brand, but you're emailing them after you've done the other things and you think they may be used to your name and recognize you, your name or your brand a little bit and introduce yourself a bit to them, offering yourself and your brand as a potential resource for them. And you can say something like, I want to let you know that if you're ever working on a story about this industry or this type of thing, I would be happy to talk with you or help in any way I can. And if you have an outreach or source list, please feel free to add me to it. That's all it really has to say. And that way you're not really pitching anything specific about your brand right off, but you're letting them know that you exist and what you offer, but in a way that it's offering them more than you're asking for. And so you're just saying, I'm here, I'm a source, and I want to help with any story that like makes sense and that you need actual help with, rather than saying, here's my story, you know, write an article about me. So hopefully, and hopefully getting that gets you onto their list. So again, that's like a list that some people have. That's a list for sources that they reach out to. Often a lot of PR people, sometimes brand or business owners who they know might be useful for the types of stories they write. And if they're looking for something specific, they might actually reach out and say, I'm looking for this. So getting on that list can be really good because then they'll send you any questions or needs as they're working on stories. Mostly freelancers do this, I think, um, which is great as they're often working on stories for all different publications, all about the same general industry. So again, it's like if they write about food, if they write about beauty, or if they write about, you know, general lifestyle, like, you know, which, you know, you'll be applicable. You might be able to help or be a source or offer a quote about that thing if that's what your industry falls into. So if they're looking for a certain type of brand or a certain company and you know of a great suggestion, if you do get on this list and they send you this type of email and this type of question, even if it's not applicable to you, like it's not, the answer is not you and your brand, if it's not self-serving to you, like that's, that's a really good time to give them a suggestion and just help them in a really helpful way. That's like actually just being helpful to them, just actually being a source, being the resource, the way that you said you want to be. And that's really helpful. And they actually appreciate that. Or even if you have something like a great story idea based on a trend that you've been seeing that seems right up their alley, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with your brand. That's that's good too. Like let them know that you have that suggestion and see if they, you know, just be like, I just thought of you for this, like, and I'd be happy to help in any way I can, but it doesn't have to do with me. But I just thought, you know, this might be an interesting story for you because they are really always trying to write about interesting things, you know? And yeah, it's okay to reach out once in a while, just to say, Hey, I thought of you for this, wanted to pass along the idea to show them that you're there to help and serve as a resource even if you're not getting anything out of this. And that can go a long way to build that trust and conversation and general goodwill for when you do want want to basically end up pitching yourself. So I guess then I want to say there's kind of like a bonus. <laughs> the bonus number four is um, this because it's kind of after the fact. That's why it's like kind of not one of the first, one of the three things. But after the fact, you do want to remember to thank them and share, share, share whenever they write about you. Because once you've put in all the work up front, you can't just kind of forget to put in a little effort after the fact. I know it can get 
exciting that like, oh, my article came out, came out. And of course you're going to want to show it off to friends and family and, you know, whatever, like share it on your platforms because that's the whole point. But suddenly the writer is kind of off the radar. So don't forget to, first of all, shoot them a quick note of thanks, like right away, just to let them know how much you appreciate it. And, you know, everyone likes to hear appreciation. Of course, it's their job to write stories and they're used to doing it and they do it every day, but they could have focused on someone else, you know, and they focused on you. So thank them for that and let them know that you'll be sharing the piece far and wide so that they just know that you're really still trying, you know, help spreading the word and help getting their piece out there more and then actually do it, do so, you know, you'll want to share on your platforms, but don't forget the platforms that they use too. So if you had found that they use Twitter a lot and they liked that, you know, you started commenting on their Twitter initially, don't let that go out the window just because you don't normally post your stuff on Twitter. So it's not like top of mind, you know, when it comes out, post it there. Cause you know, that's where she's going to notice, you know, that's where they're going to see it and maybe even reshare it too. And so post it with a thank you tag to them. That's even better Then they're actually definitely going to notice that you posted it. They want to get clicks to their articles. Keep that in mind. And you better believe they're aware of how many clicks they're getting for each article. So it's only going to work in your favor if you help make sure the article gets as many clicks as possible and you share it as much as you can. It benefits you as much as them anyway, because obviously you want as many people to see it as possible, but also they really do appreciate it. And they really do notice if they get like a lot of clicks on an article that includes you or your brand. And, you know, it's definitely not going to hurt in the future. So this month, try to identify a few writers who you'd really like to build relationships with and try to implement these strategies to do so. And then, you know, do the same thing again next month with a few others. It doesn't have to be a ton at a time. Again, don't overwhelm yourself, but find two, three, four this month and and try to do this. And then, you know, find a few more next month. And that's how you can build relationships with media and start building up your personal media list that you'll have and be able to go to when you need to get some news out or want to get an article written. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at female millennial entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.